Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. I'm Louise Bedford, the host of the Talking Trading Show, and this is the final episode for the year. I have loved bringing you all of the episodes we've compiled for you this year, so this is like an end-of-the-year type of celebration. You see, somebody needs to help ordinary people navigate the stock market and make money, and as a best-selling author of five books on the share market with degrees in psychology and business... This podcast, I am hoping, is not just memorable, but that it also has a lasting impact on your life. This year has been incredibly volatile in the markets. It has been confusing and pretty blah. So I'm hoping that by providing you this constant source of inspiration and optimism, that you will hang in there long enough so that you can succeed in the markets. The ability to grow yet be resilient in terms of a big challenge is known as psychological fitness, and that has been very much at the forefront of my mind throughout this year, bringing you these episodes, solo episodes, episodes with my business partner, Chris Tate, Chris Tate's Market Wraps, and also interviews with famous traders from around the world. It's the ability to improve the way that you think about challenging situations over time that will help you go the distance in the market. Psychological fitness affects your thoughts, your emotions, and the way you handle both positive and negative experiences. And just like physical fitness, it's something that you can personally influence and control given the right training. You see, to excel as a trader, you have to train your mindset in several different ways. You have to build your coping strategies, regulate your emotions, and maintain self-control. And at the core of everything I've been doing with you in Talking Trading, that is forefront in my mind. It all takes a high degree of self-awareness, and for most traders, this does not come naturally. You have to focus on these areas to make significant steps forward. It is interesting to me that only humans have the ability to think about the way they are thinking, and this is called metacognition. You can use metacognition to improve your life and maximize your performance and recover from adverse life events. You see, two traders can trade exactly the same system but get different results, and the difference comes from the way they think about money, the markets and themselves. Having a growth mindset is the key. And in her book, Carol Dweck puts people into two general buckets. And if you haven't read that book, it's called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. 
There are people with a fixed mindset and people with a growth mindset. So a fixed mindset person, they look at challenges, but they avoid them. They quit easily when there's an obstacle and they see effort as fruitless. They also either ignore negative feedback or criticism or perhaps they react to it so personally because they feel very threatened and they can also feel threatened by the success of others. So throughout the year, I'm hoping to see that you've grown. That is really what I'm hoping. That's why I love seeing those reviews that you put onto Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. It gives me fantastic feedback showing that you've been developing that growth mindset. And I love it when you send me emails to louise at tradinggame.com.au to tell me what you think about the show. Because a person with a growth mindset welcomes challenges. They persist. They see effort as the path to mastery and they learn from criticism. Some even think of criticism as being a gift and they actively ask for criticism, which is fantastic. And I love that when Chris Tate and I do a trading plan review with one of the traders from our mentor program and they keep on saying to us, where else can I improve? How else can can I improve? That to me is incredible because it shows that growth mindset in action. And the other aspect to a growth mindset is that people with a growth mindset find lessons and inspiration in the success of others. And you can see what I'm doing here. I'm bringing you successful people. I'm interviewing them for you so that you can take on their lessons and you can not only apply it to your trading, but also to your life. That is absolutely the key. And that is something that has been forefront in my mind. I've just been so keen on providing that success environment for you so that you can make every challenge a learning opportunity and you will stick around long enough so that the markets can reveal their secrets to you. Believe it or not, the Talking Trading podcast has been running since 2014. This year, we saw Caroline Stephen, our previous host of Talking Trading, move on to other opportunities. Caroline and I are still very close friends, and I do really appreciate all of the effort she's put in throughout the years. It was with a heavy heart that we said goodbye to Caroline, but it did also open up an opportunity for me to look after the hosting as well as the producing of the show. So the show is for traders and investors. We are all in this together and I'm hoping that you can learn from not only Chris Tate and I, but also the people we introduce you to. And we always have fun with different topics as well. We talk about money mindset and we challenge your beliefs and our key goal is to help you excel in the markets. We are hoping to take the complicated and make it simple. And from the feedback I've received, I have been so touched. Some of your emails have brought me to tears. The podcast downloads this year have grown exponentially. So welcome to all of our new listeners. And for everyone who has been following us from the very beginning, you have a special place in my heart. And don't you forget it. You give me absolute feelings of fulfillment when I think about the fact that we're all in this together and we're striving. And 
Do you know what we do? We equip you with the ability to find those trades yourself. We are teaching you how to fish. And it did originally start out as a passion project for us, but it, this this podcast has expanded into being almost my complete full focus. I think that has come through in so many of the things that we've done this year. We've been able to attract both local and international guests, all sharing that one singular aim. We are aiming to put money into your pockets and make it stick. I want to feature some of my favourite highlights from the shows this year, featuring interviews with traders and thought leaders to help you develop as a trader. And I really do hope you'll enjoy this compilation of my favourite best of parts of interviews from various episodes throughout the year. First of all, you'll hear Arnold Vandenberg, Lessons from the Holocaust. He survived the Holocaust and he talks about the resilience required while his father was on the death march. It touched my heart. Caroline did such an amazing job of interviewing Arnold. And one of the quotes that I really liked was, there's something about the mind that we don't understand. When we focus, we create more energy. Arnold has spent nearly 50 years studying the subconscious mind, inspired by his hardships. The second part of the little compilation tracks that I've got for you is with Jeremy Newsom from reallifetrading.com. Jeremy is a friend of mine. I'm so proud to call him a friend. We talk about the importance of discipline and consistency and how to combat that little voice of self-sabotage. He also discusses the mental caverns we have to enter to succeed. And you'll also hear the wisdom of US-based trader Bubba Horwitz as Chris Tate and I interview him on the topic of market meltdown. The next track that I've chosen is the uncut truth about female traders. I very much want to support my female traders. We only have about 30% in the markets compared to the males, 70% are male traders. And I just want to remind every single female out there that trading is bigger than just you. I want you to let your objective have a ripple effect out into the world and use your vision so that you can seriously impact people's lives. And please do support the female traders in your life, guys. The next track is Developing True Wealth, and we'll discuss a specific trading strategy put into simple terms that you can immediately implement. And also, I think that you'll really enjoy Michael Yardney's views here, and I'll give you a creative tip about how you can improve your dinnertime chats with your children. I think that this is the core of what we do. We are looking to impact you in so many ways, bombard your subconscious so that you have no choice but to be successful. So have a listen to these tracks. I'm sure you'll enjoy them. And then I'll close off the episode for the entire segment, but also the year. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. So I have just enjoyed being a part of your life so much this year. And I'll be back in just a minute after this compilation. The most important other lesson that I learned was from my father. 
And he was in Auschwitz for 15 months along with my mom. And he was skin and bones. Uh, I have a slide here. It shows it just basically looked like a skeleton. And they had to go on a death march. And the death march, he was uh, about my size. I weigh 164 pounds. He weighed 85 pounds. He was one inch mm. smaller than me. So he was half my weight. And they had to march in sub-zero weather with regular clothes, 24 hours. The snow was halfway up to their knees. And if they buckled and got weak and the knee touched the ground, they beat you. And if you didn't get up, they shoot you. So as he started the death march, he said, Hugo, what is the best thing I can do to try to survive this? And he thought that the most important thing as he was getting tired is just to focus on only focus on moving your leg because you got so tired, you didn't think you could move another leg. And he said the thing that he wanted to make sure of is that he always stepped on solid ground because it was icy and you didn't want to slip because if you slipped, you'd get a beating. He said the beatings were so bad, you didn't even want to get up. And so he says, you're pretty much finished when you fall down. So he said he was so focused on moving his leg that he made sure that he had firm footing. He locked his knee so that he wouldn't come down. And he said, I never thought I could move another leg. And by focusing, I was able to do it. And he said a funny thing happened. The more he focused, the more strength he had. And he said, so I said, geez, how'd you get through this? He said, you know, there's something about the mind which we don't understand. But when you focus it, you create more energy. Well, over the years, that really got me to thinking, what is it about the mind that can make you do superhuman things that you couldn't, that you wouldn't believe you could do in normal life? Like even today, if somebody said, I had to march for 24 hours in sub-zero weather, I'm not sure I could make it being in good shape, you know? So anyway... That was the uh, most amazing thing. And I have spent at least 45 years, it's probably closer to 50 now, studying the subconscious mind, which is the answer, which I learned later on in life. And I have learned so many fabulous things from that that can really make a big difference in people's lives. The lessons from your personal life that you've been able to apply that have made you a better trader? It's an amazing question. And I think that's incredible the the pausing that you interpreted and, and kind of blended that into our life and our, our approach. Because for me, the answer is discipline and consistency. Discipline and consistency. Discipline and consistency because there's going to be days and it doesn't matter how rich you get. I'm letting you all know. I don't think it matters as a trader, as a business owner, as whomever. You're still going to have that little voice where it says, go all in. (laughs) This is the one risk it all. I don't, that voice doesn't go away for me. Maybe for other people, but like when I'm, I'm front of that chart, it's still there. As soon as I get into a trade, boop. You're going to lose all of your money. You're an idiot. <laughs> Why'd you take that trade? You're the stupidest person in the world. I can't believe you'll do this. That still happens. So the consistency, the discipline is doing what you have to do, no matter what, even when you don't want to. 1,400 push-ups, 
on your wife's anniversary of your marriage. Doesn't matter. Those things that you agreed that you have to do, what most individuals find out is it's not candlesticks and it's not moving averages. You'll learn that. And if you have no idea what it is, you'll learn it. But that's the 5 to 10%. The rest is all between the years, as your, as your man says, right, as your, as your guy. When Chris is like, it, it's all in the mind. It's all psychology. It's all the, uh, the mental caverns that you have to dig deep down inside and figure out why you feel that way. That's it. I mean, that discipline and consistency. Find some things that you can do consistent in life. And if you can win at those, you can win at trading. And to just work out why you want to be a trader. You know, the traders who have that very clear objective, that clear why, they're the ones who nut their way through this and who jump over the hurdles and avoid those landmines. So the best why kind of category that I've been able to derive when I'm trying to get this out of my traders is something that's not just for that person, but also for some greater good. So how does this impact your family? Is there some community service that this will provide? Is there some broader ripple effect out into the world that you can provide? One of my traders, I'll give you an example, exceptional trader for the last 20 years. I'm very happy to call this gentleman my friend now. I mean, once you start... (laughs) looking at a couple of decades together, surprising how well you get to know each other. He trades for six months of the year and uses that money for the charity that he set up in Africa. He's a carpenter and an electrician. He, until COVID, was going over there training people in a village about how to be carpenters and electricians. Now, that takes a lot of money because you've got not only the time that it takes to be able to take six months off, you also have to be able to fund that type of educational initiative. So that why, I remember talking with him literally 20 years ago and he described what he wanted to do. Sure, it took him 10 years or so to do it, but he's been doing that for ages now and it's just so refreshing and rewarding to see. It's bigger than just you. Trading can be something that can give you the vehicle to impact not only your life, but your entire community, maybe even the world. So I want you to think bigger than just earning a couple of dollars on the side. One of the aspects that Chris Tate, my business partner, and I continually reinforce is using an archetype. So an archetype is the perfect trade, the one that you wish every trade looked like. And what you aim to do is you aim to match your new positions to the chart of that archetype. So what it does, it gives you a guideline, a very specific guideline about what you're looking for. So the way I think about it is when I was dating all that time ago, I had a checklist. Yes, I actually did written down on paper about the partner that I wanted to be with. So, you know, he had- Why doesn't that surprise me, Louis? (laughs) 
<laughs> Look, honestly, it was a good strategy. It really was. So I knew what I was aiming for and luckily I got that. So not, not everybody has that checklist in the first place. And then we wonder why we're not happy later. So I'm not saying a checklist will cover you for every situation, but certainly in the share market and in the property market, if you know what good looks like, you've got a chance of being able to fulfill it in your very next investment. So for me, for example, for those of you that are shares oriented, I'm looking for the overall market to be going up and I call that my macro. And with my archetype, I'm looking for the actual share to be above its 30 week moving average. And I'm looking for a breakout above a line of resistance on heavy relative volume above its own volume moving average. Now, I know I've said a lot of jargon for your property people. They're probably going, what? But I want you to know that there is a way to learn this. This is not beyond your capabilities. You have the ability to do property, so you can generalize that to another vehicle. And then you've got the best of both worlds. I know with Michael, your services, I use your services professionally. We use you to help identify properties, but also to use the property management aspect. So turning to people who know what they're doing, who have seen those peaks and troughs, those booms and busts, I think is essential. Louise, it actually took me a long time to realise that true wealth isn't anything about money. It's what you're left with when they take all your money away. So to me, to be wealthy, different from rich, you need money plus, well, health. We know that, gee, look, over the last couple of years with COVID, how important that is. No use um, being in hospital if you've got all the money. It's money and also you need somebody to love and somebody to love you. I think to be truly wealthy, you need money and time to be able to enjoy it, not the time pressures. I also believe it's important to have the ability to grow, to learn. You need money plus uh, spirituality. So wealth, different to money, um, comes from all those other things and money just works in those areas where it's useful. I love that. And I think we can lose sight of that. You know, when we do have this time such as now where things do seem a little bit doomsday-ish and the sky is falling in, we forget that we have multiple resources in other areas. So to remind yourself of that, to be grat grateful, to have gratitude, even to suggest that for your children. So around the dinner table, my kids know that I'm going to say, what was your high for the day? What was your low for the day? And and what actually are you grateful for? And we try to name three things and we choose a different person each night so it doesn't get boring. But they start to think of that throughout the day just in case I challenge them at night. So I think that there is a hell of a lot of research around that to know that you are more than just your income and to realize that, hey, you've probably got friends there that you haven't spoken to for a while. You've got your partner there that might be going through something. You could actually reach out to others because if you extend that hand where you're initiating, that can go very well for you as well because you feel like, okay, now I'm getting myself together because I'm helping other people. Take your eyes off yourself, put them on others. Very, very important. Well, I hope you enjoyed that compilation of the best of this year's Talking Trading episodes. 
I have truly loved being the host of the podcast this year and I've even got a couple of extra episodes that I'm planning to release as a part of our summer series so stay tuned for that have a wonderful end of the year and please do enjoy your time take some time off from the markets realize that the markets will still be there for you when you get back it's much better that you rest you enjoy and you thrive through this festive period i am so looking forward to next year i'll be back early in 2023 with some incredibly inspirational interviews and market tips and until then happy trading